Okay, make yourselves uh, very comfortable. I'm going to try to uh, go through the uh, explaining the, what meditation we are going to do as fast as I can, so we can have uh, enough time to really meditate. Okay. It's going to be very difficult. I have to begin to say to describe the meditation. <laughs> But it's uh, still along the line of what we've been talking about. Uh, so here is uh, further instruction on uh, along the lines where I really wanted to get bring you to uh, when I started to at the end of the of the when we were talking about the eighth verse, talking about wisdom, and then at some point it seemed like I went off to a different uh, topic. And I started to talk about love, as though they have some connection or something. <laughs> and I confuse you, I, I, I thought, by saying that uh, when you go deep, 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 deep into wisdom, what you find is love. And if you go deep, deep, deep into love, what you find is wisdom. Okay. So keep that in mind. Uh, here is a meditation sort of, so, that sort of like... Uh, uh, make use of that understanding. Okay. And I'm going to be using words, uh, descriptions that uh, don't seem to make sense because uh, we're talking about something here that is uh, the experience of it is you know, beyond conceptualization. The experience of it is the way to describe it. You have to use metaphors. Okay. So don't, uh, don't allow the mind to grab too much into the, just the words. Okay. Try to get into the meaning and essence of, of what is the words are trying to uh, point to. Okay. Remember, uh, uh, I don't know, think I, did I read it here? That uh, from that book, did I read something from a book here last time? Medicine. No, uh, I guess it wasn't here. Okay, but uh, I found the story about. Uh, but I did mention something about the highest teaching is very relative. It depends on the it depends on the on the student. What that what makes a word some some phrases to be the highest teaching. And I mentioned uh, something that uh, uh, something from a story where the teacher mainly says something like, uh, "Do you see the sky? Do you see the sky? The, the stars in the skies and." Do you see the no, something like that? Okay, all right. Uh, so I'm going to use the imagery from that from that for for the meditation that we're going to do. Uh, have you ever looked at? the sky, and it seems like there is something there. And when you look at the very edge of the horizon, you see that that thing that we call in the sky seems to be touching the points uh, on the horizon. Like if, if you're living in New York City, it doesn't go that far. <laughs> but it seems like the sky is touching the edges of the contours of the buildings. It seems to be that way. And as you walk closer to the building, that something seems 
to be definitely stuck right there at the edge of that or those the, the skyline it seems to move to the buildings behind that and now it seems to be definitely stuck to the control of those buildings behind it and you move closer and if you uh, uh, if there's a uh, the shoreline behind the skyline it seems like it's moving it keeps moving and then when you stop it seems to be definitely stuck to the where the horizon is but when you get try to get closer to it it keeps moving so it sort of like dismantles that that perception that is definitely stuck like the sky is you know like when you draw a picture you will understand when you start painting the sky you start putting the sky, the color of the sky, on top of that, uh, the contour of what seems to be the horizon, because that's where the, the sky starts or ends. But that conviction is, is uh, definitely uh, removed when you move. Okay? So I want you to just now imagine. Uh, well, not now, but when you're doing the meditation, but now you can sort of help yourself. When you're looking at the sky, and the point of the horizon, and then you move, and this thing that, there seems to be this thing that we call in the sky, and it has the freedom to move without moving. It's not that we, it's not like the this thing called the sky is lifted and then it's moved and it's now placed on top of the, 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 the newer, what, what's, what's, what's now become the newer skyline. But something seemed to have moved without showing the appearance of moving. And while you're watching the sky, depending on uh, the time of day, if it's night or, or, or day, you see there are other things appearing there. Birds are flying, airplanes are going, going to and fro. And then you see clouds maybe. And now, uh, if it's at night, you might see stars. And uh, you might see satellites also. We've added new stuff now to the sky. <laughs> uh, and yet, Although these things, they seem to be appearing in the sky, they don't change the sky. The sky remains sky. Okay? But these things keep appearing in there. The clouds, they move, they come, the airplanes come and go, but the sky remains. Now, Look at the sky, and then now feel as if you're now looking at your mind. Now the sky is the same as your mind. And just like the sky, there are uh, things keeps appearing. So, and so in the, in the mind, things are appearing, emotions, thoughts. And just like in the sky, the birds don't disturb the sky. The thoughts 
they're not disturbed. They don't change the mind. They don't change. They don't make the um, mind become something else other than mind. Just like the birds don't make the sky become something else other than the sky. So, so stay with that sky-like mind, sky-like awareness, and things are just appearing in, in it. The sky doesn't all of a sudden become a bird and in it the sky is completely terrified, going through a major uh, uh, anxiety attack. This vast thing is now this tiny little thing called a bird. And there's no such thing going on with the, with, with the sky. So in the same way, something is, uh, some emotion comes, do not say, oh, now I have become this emotion that's, fl that's floating in the sky. Stay with the background sky. Okay, this thing that seems like a thing, but you can't quite touch it. Okay, it seems to be there, just like the sky seems to have ended right above the horizon. But when you try to make sure that's there, without moving, it moved. Okay. So now connect this now sky with uh, having connected with the mind. Now. Think of just like the sky's nature has this beautiful, mysterious thing of moving it while not moving. Perfect stillness, and yet things moving seem to appear in it. So the moving clouds, the moving birds do not move the sky, do not change the nature of the sky. The sky remains, keeps the nature of stillness. So in the same way, think of the mind having that nature. That the, the mind is always still. But the appearance of movement can, appear, can, can, can happen. But even though there is the appearance of movement, emotions coming up and down, concepts come and go, but the background mind doesn't move, doesn't change. The stillness remains. And in addition to, just like the sky is perfectly still, uh, and the stillness, you can say the stillness is inseparable from the sky. So think of the stillness being inseparable from mind. Now, the more beautiful thing about the mind, which is something that even this beautiful and mysterious sky uh, uh, doesn't 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 have. In addition, think of uh, stillness as being the very nature of the mind. Think also of that background, interde the the very interdependent quality of things that we are calling love. Don't think of it as a cloud passing through, uh, uh, through the sky of the mind, but think of it as being the very nature of the mind itself, just like stillness or void is the nature of the sky. So love, or fundamental, let's call it fundamental love, is not just something that you necessarily have to try to bring into the mind, it's something that is already there. 
And the fact of stillness is not something that you have to bring to the mind. It is something that is already the nature of the mind. The fact of selflessness is not something that you have to make the mind come into. It's something that is already the nature of the mind. As if that mysterious substance that we are calling sky is at the same time uh, not only void, but also at the same time it is giving that color blue, is at the same time having stillness. So that mysterious thing that we are calling mind has, is, is, is like that also. We cannot say, oh, there it is, it is pink, there it is, it is that, but we have a sense of it. And in the same way, that sense of it is inseparable from stillness, is inseparable from fundamental love. Okay. So this is where you can make use of that understanding about how when you go deep into wisdom, you find love. Go deep into love, you find wisdom. So really look at the mind, you find love and wisdom. And it's not something that you take and bring to the mind. It is the very nature of the, it is what makes the mind itself. Just like if, you were, if there was some substance that makes sky, it would be void, take a bit of void, take a bit of stillness, put them together, mix it up, you get sky. So what is the thing that makes mind? Take the very nature of reality, void, wisdom, and then take that very thing that allows things to interact, to interchange, to communicate. But don't think of that love only in the sense of a, of a, of a sterile kind of, you know, or mere uh, conceptual interdependent. But, but also have a little bit of that emotional sense that you have about love. How it wishes for other to be happy. Okay. Have that little bit of emotion in there also. But don't bring all the misconception that all those other stuff that we add to it in there. Okay. Just a little bit of that understanding of by the very nature of allowing another phenomena to be by participating. You know, all those things that are here that are not cup that have refused by their very nature to be, to take up an identity that allows them all together to become cup. Almost as if the atoms are in love with the other atoms and say, oh, you want to be cup? Okay, I'll, I'll help you out. I'll give up being atom so we can be cup together. Okay? So in that kind of sense, it, that fact I've just described here is already the nature of the mind, is already the nature of things, phenomena. Whenever you see phenomena, you can say that you are seeing love in action. You are seeing love manifesting. Never mind about if it's a pretty cup. <laughs> never mind about the, the fact, the, uh, never mind about 
if it is an ugly cup, the fact that it is a cup, that itself is because all the atoms are in love with each other. All the atoms are completely selfless. Okay? They're allowing for themselves to not be atom anymore, but to become cup. Because it is their nature to, to do so. Okay? Cooperation. It is the very nature to cooperate. Okay? They can become ugly cup. Look at the nice ugly cup we made by cooperating. Look at this beautiful cup we made by cooperating. Okay? So, this is sort of like the kind of love I want you to consider. Okay? So have a little bit of that emotion that we understand about wishing others to be happy and selflessness. So, if you were to take the fundamental nature of selflessness and add a little bit of love, <laughs> wishing others to be happy, complete cooperation, mix it together, you would get mind. Like I said, I was going to be speaking in complete metaphor what I say may not make any sense if you look at the words themselves, but it's the only way to describe it. Okay. So the meditation you're going to do, oh sorry, now you only have a few minutes, <laughs> is uh, you can begin by sort of like allowing your mind to expand just by thinking of space, thinking of sky. And at some point you may find your mind sort of identify with, with the sky or identify with the space, you sort of like feel that vastness, feel like expanse. And in the same way of, so sort of like, um, it's going to sound extremely weird, identify with that vastness. Sort of like keep anchoring your attention on the fact of the nature of, the nature of stillness, the nature of perfect cooperation, love, selflessness, that being the nature, that being the mind, or you can uh, uh, the fact of just bare, is another, another term, bare awareness. You probably have heard that before. Okay. Just anchor your attention on bare awareness. Don't fight, oh, don't fight anything that, 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 that's happening in the mind. Anything that, any other thing that you become aware of. They're just like the bird and the planes and the satellites and the clouds that are appearing in the sky, but they're not changing the sky. It's nature. Okay. This is a good time to apply that other phrase. Relax into unbroken <laughs> pristine. Yeah. If you do that, that's a, another phrase that... Uh, very poetic, but when you take it literally, absolutely it makes no sense. Relax. So I'm calling anchoring your attention on that, on that sense of vastness, or just bare awareness. So just be aware that you're aware, and anchor yourself on that. And as far as meditation, what you're supposed to be doing, you're supposed to be doing this. Relax. <laughs> Relax in the unbroken, pristine simplicity. Into the unbroken, pristine simplicity. Yeah. 
unbroken, pristine simplicity. Unbroken, there is not a, you cannot really, really slice up the sky. And it's pristine, no matter what you put in, no matter what appears, the sky doesn't, the sky doesn't change. It remains pristine in the sky. Okay. And for, for simplicity, there's nothing to do. Just relax. <laughs> okay. And this must be like. Uh, no, never mind. You, you experience it. <laughs> right. That's the meditation. Right. I thought we were going to have a lot of time, but uh, I always talk too much. So. So recall as much as you can about what the meditation is supposed to be like. You're going to be relaxing. Anchoring in bare awareness. So how are we going to get that started? So remember where we were before. That sense of serenity that you felt before. Just recall it as vividly as you can. Once you have the slightest taste of that serenity you experienced before, to help stabilize it, now observe five cycles of breath. presence above your head. Think of it as being the very dwelling in that experience. And you're aspiring. Remember the emotion of, that you had aspiring for inseparability. Bring it up again. And you work up that aspiration almost to the point of unbearability. Can't bear 
inseparable, being inseparable. So a taste of that is about to be granted to you. Sands through the crown of your head. Enters your mind within your heart center. And begin. You can directly go into anchoring to bear awareness or you can begin by expanding the mind identifying it with the sky
become aware of the breath again. seeing that what everyone, what every being is struggling to get to is something that they're already carrying with them. The aspiration to find this is what is making them behave the way they are behaving. Some of them behave in ways that are constructive, but unfortunately a lot behave in ways that are destructive to themselves and to others, fogging and clouding this very thing that they are looking for, which makes them behave more, which clouds this way. So embrace them with your compassion. Embrace them this fundamental love. And dedicate the merits gained through this morning's meditation for their welfare. and dedicate the merits to the achievement of your ultimate goal. of the breath, slowly become aware of the body again. Start with the top of your head and include more and more of your body until you are aware of your whole body from head to toe. Okay. Uh, last notes. When you're doing this meditation, you find yourself perhaps seems like daydreaming or imagination is going crazy. Just say, oh, I'm just identifying with one of those things flying in the sky. And just say to yourself, let me go anchor myself into that just bare awareness. So don't try to fight the daydreaming. Don't try to, do it. Don't try to suppress it. Just go into the bare, try to go to, just stay, have the intention to go into the bare awareness. And when you keep doing that, keep going back into the bare awareness, and you find yourself a little bit stabilizing there, then other parts of your mind feeling, ah, oh, he's letting everybody out. Other parts of your mind that perhaps uh, were not being expressed, start to express themselves. They start to appear also. And you may start to see, feel things that you probably 
they need to deal with. And they may be frightful, they may be blissful, but just keep going, going back to that intention, or they're just birds flying in the sky. Let me anchor myself in the, in the bare awareness, in the simplicity, and just let them express themselves. Okay? Right? That's it. Thank you. Take care. <laughs>